because I got to get ready for Denver. That'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm dreading the hangover every year. It's like, it's just four days of... Just load up on donuts and Dr. Pepper. Yeah. 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 It is a lot of fun. Welcome in, everybody. It's the Craft Beer Republic. Thanks for drinking. Thanks for joining. I am Greg, being joined by the buffest beer, smoked beer hater in all of the Midwest. <laughs> that is Flexi. What's up, Flexi? Hey, come on. I don't hate them. They're just not for my palate. But I'm really excited today to ask our guest what he thinks of pumpkin beers. <laughs> that is a great question. I can't wait to ask him now either. And speaking of said guest, he's trying to give Flex a run for his money. He's got the guns out. He is the head brewer over at 14 Cannons, Nick Borderland. Nick, how's it going, man? It's going great. Drinking on a Monday. There is nothing wrong with drinking on a Monday. There's nothing it, better than drinking on a Monday, let me tell yeah. you. And, uh, you know, we have an excuse for it. It's like a hobby or something. It's very official. Totally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's totally not alcoholism or it, yeah it's not like a problem that. it's it's a it's a hobby it's a lifestyle get used it's to a it. podcast mom yeah <laughs> <laughs> now get out of the basement we're recording where's oh. the meatloaf yeah have it ready for when the show's over <laughs> uh all right before we get into nick and why he's hanging out with us and what we're all drinking tonight just a couple of quick things find us on the socials at craft beer republic at flex me beer underscores in between and of course at 14 cannons and 14 cannons Dot com. Uh, if you're doing any Tavor shopping, don't forget promo code unfiltered to get you 10 bucks off your first purchase and all that good stuff. All right. I think that's the business. Let's get right into the hydration. I'm tired of not drinking on a Monday. All right, Nick and I are drinking uh, two beers that have something in common, and that's that he made them. Uh, I am drinking, of course, 14 Cannons Marooner Mertzen. Five point f- Is this weird when I give you the stats of your own beer? <laughs> no, it's good to uh, get the refresher sometimes. <laughs> yeah, if you don't remember, it is 5.3%. <laughs> it has apparently 22 IBUs. Is that correct? That feels made up. I, I-, <laughs> I mean, it's untapped, so... The- it's like going I'm gonna to, believe it. I'm yeah. gonna believe it. It's like going to Wikipedia for a book report. When the brewer that. gives you the shrug, I love yeah. it. <laughs> Who cares about IBUs anymore? Right, they don't mean anything anymore. Uh, and then yeah. apparently the description on Untapped is amber lager, sweet malty, clean lager. Uh, yeah, that one I agree with. Okay, <laughs> we're good. Uh, this has won, I believe, the most awards of any of your beers. Is that correct? Yeah, four four medals now. San Diego, LA, and California Craft Beer Competition. That's what it is. I can't keep them all in my head, nor should I. And uh, any GABF plans with this beer? It got submitted. We'll find out next week. Mm. Well, that has been submitted in the past. Uh, Yeah, once before. Okay. So we're we're back at it. Second time's a charm. That's what they say. Let's hope. Yes. Uh, This is one of the faves on tap at 14. It's my wife's fave all the time. This one in K17. Uh, I love that you make it year-round. I appreciate that. And I also appreciate that even though it's like sweet malty, it's not too sweet. I hate when you get those Meritsons that are just like 
diabetes bombs in a glass. This is not that. It's very well balanced. It's the the proper amber color, as the description appropriately says, and uh, very clear and just easy to drink all the time and uh, appreciate, like I said, the aroundedness. Sometimes when we're making like brats or sausages, we'll stop by the brewery and pick up a, a crowler of, of the Meritzen and just good stuff. I like to put it in my smoker. Oh. It does really well. That's a new hack. The, the Melanoidins. Talk nerdy to yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> just just works well with the brisket. <laughs> that sounds like a shit. Now I'm going to do that next time. And what are you drinking? We're, we're both drinking your beers. I'm having a, a K-17, our oh, Czech dark lager. So good. Uh, this one just won gold at San Diego International, so I nice. took some home. Congrats! To celebrate. Yeah, you might. Thank you. Cheers. Yeah. yeah. So now, is that one have any GABF plans? This one also got submitted. So Jeez, this is exciting time. Exciting times for fourteen cannons. It's, it's, yeah. it's going to be a fun week. This is going to be a busy week. Um, before we, I, I want to. I have a few more questions about GABF, and then of course the big party coming up. Before we do, I just. Wanted to mention real quick, a huge congratulations to uh, our friend Britt down the street from Nick over at Naughty Pine Brewing. They had their first anniversary last weekend, and it was quite the party. We had a blast. They also released, she released her uh, one-year anniversary, Meriton. Also delicious. So if you're in the hood, you want to do some beer science, start off at 14, grab one, and then uh, head down the street to Naughty Pine and grab another one. You can you can drink a few. They're They're lower ABV. It's good stuff. So... Uh, we'll talk more about the party next week. We got a, we got a voicemail from the party. Some people were getting hydrated. Uh, it was definitely a good time. Uh, all right. So speaking of anniversary parties, Nick, you guys are having an anniversary party in a couple of uh, a week and a half or so, right? Yeah, a week from Saturday. Tell Turn us about five. It. What the fuck? How did I mean, that happen? I was thinking about it today. I was like, holy shit, what were we all doing five years ago? Man, it's it's been it's been a wild ride. Um, we're super stoked. Uh, our anniversary beer that we're canning is going to be what you're drinking now, Greg, uh, a mm. version of uh, our Marzen. So we took that recipe and I've been aging it in new French oak barrels. Ooh. So we're going to call this barrel aged Marzen Lost at Sea. Classic. And, mm-hmm. and super excited. It is tasting fantastic. I have been peeking at the barrels. Um, so we're lagering the Marzen in new French oak uh, with a medium plus toast for all you wine nerds, <laughs> if there are any on this show. We got one or two. Yeah, and it's, it's tasting lovely. So it's our it's our most popular lager, and we've never put it in cans before. So when we were talking about what are we going to do for a fifth anniversary, make it special, um, it's, it's our most requested beer to put in cans. So I didn't want to just put Marzen in cans, so we did a fun little twist, and we've been... Agent on new French oak. Nice. Yeah, I've always been surprised that it never made the canning line. So that's exciting. Yeah. I'm not sure if I've ever heard of like an oak aged beer like that before. Oh, I copied Firestone. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, 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 ripped, I ripped them right off. Um, they they do a, an oak aged Oktoberfest every year that's lovely. There's a fest beer, I believe. Um, so it's a light, lighter beer. Uh, and, and they age, age it in oak as well. And it's, the beer I look forward to drinking every Oktoberfest season around here. Um, so we decided to do that with our Marzen, and it's tasting great. That's hilarious. That's And what a way to do it. It's like, hey, I like this beer. I'm going to make it slightly better and, and a little more to my liking. We'll see. Dig it. 
I saw some uh, hints on the gram that you guys are doing another coffee beer, which I'm excited about. Yeah, so so that anniversary beer, Lost at Sea, is just one of four new releases we're doing that day. Uh, we got a little ambitious with this with this anniversary. Well, it's five. Uh, well, yeah, it's it's a big one. Yeah. Um, so the other beers we have, we have a surprise beer that I brewed with my band. Um, <laughs> so the Scuba Kids, our ska band, will be playing at the anniversary party. Nice. So we will be releasing a Scuba Kid beer at the anniversary party. Um, it is. Is that the after- name of it? Scuba Kid. It's it's named after our, our most streamed song, uh, which is Banana Bread. The name of, the name of the beer is Banana Bread, so uh, you can probably <laughs> guess what style of beer it is. Got it. That's just, um, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's going to be super, so. It was a super fun day. I had the whole band over in the morning, and we brewed a batch of beer together. So listened to a bunch of punk and ska while we were brewing away. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, we'll be releasing that. We have a new coffee beer uh, with California Coffee Republic again. That is going to be. A nitro coffee stout, so Ooh. going classic with it this time. I've always done like otter styles with with their coffee. You know, like right. our our morning watch was you know a light beer, and um, so wanted which just... was delicious, by the way. Yeah, we have we're on the last keg of it. Oh, so very last keg. So just perfect timing. As soon as that kicks, we'll have the the new coffee beer out. It's almost what I drank tonight. I just figured that'd be a little too cliche. Yeah, right. <laughs> I had it like seven times on the show. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, I'm doing the unspeakable, the what we never thought we'd do. Don't say it. We're doing it. Is it a fruited sour or a seltzer? It is a hazy tyrannicide. <laughs> so That's I found exciting. I like I like the sound of that. I am, I am so like thrilled with um, when I went to CBC earlier this year at Craft Brewers Conference. Um, talked with the people from Berkeley East up in Berkeley, California. And they are insanely smart nerds, and they have genetically engineered yeast uh, to give off the same, like, esters, thiols is what they're called, mm-hmm. um, into the beer as, like, tropical hops give to it. So think Mosaic, think Nelson. Yeah. Um, Ooh, Nelson. And so when the, when the yeast is fermenting, it's giving off these same flavors, and it's also very hazy. Uh, so we used that yeast in a batch of our tyrannicide, and it was just, it's, it smelled like a, a fruit salad, like coming out of the tank before <laughs> it was even dry hopped. It was so fruity. Um, we're, so we're really excited for that. So it's our first ever, ever like actual hazy IPA uh, using this fun new yeast from Berkeley Yeast. Did you brew it exactly the same way, just swapped out the yeast? We, yes, uh, we just swapped out the yeast, and I, I did remove the bittering hops. Okay. So we took so hazy IPAs aren't bitter. Uh, right. So we took out we just, we took out the bittering hop additions in the in the early boil and just did all whirlpool, but the same exact whirlpool hop. So it's still the same cryo hopped monster of some Mosaic and Equinot. Did that did that hurt you a little bit to do that? You know, um, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> it's, it's still in the tank. It, it was my idea because uh, I was so I was so excited. Uh, trying that this new yeast product when when i sampled a beer from them using you know this this new tropical yeast strain they have um i it tasted like one of the hoppiest things i've ever had and they didn't brew it with any hops wow so all the flavor and aroma is just coming from this wild genetically modified yeast that's insane and yeah so i i almost didn't believe them and then you know when we brewed this batch of beer it was 
overwhelmingly tropical and hoppy and fruity. Um, so we're, we're really excited. I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm I'm I don't know how I'm gonna get down there, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try try this bad boy. I'm not a fan of shipping crawlers. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, it's a little dicey. Yeah. Uh, have you tried it yet? Have you Have you taken a little sample off the tank? Oh yeah, we've been we've been sampling daily because everyone's so excited. And wow. you don't look um, angry about it. No, I mean it's it's tasting fantastic. It, it's it's tasting really 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 nice. So we're. We're not going to centrifuge it. That was, I was leaning, maybe, maybe I'll centrifuge it and just do it real loose, but we don't want to call it a hazy and it not look hazy. So <laughs> it's not like we've gone on any rants about that around here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get us started. Uh, that's <laughs> hilarious. I love it. Uh, yeah. Do you have any, I don't know, examples of hazies outside of your own that you like that you're like, all right, if it tastes like this, we're okay. Or is this going to be the first hazy that you're down with? No, I I, I like a lot of them. Uh, all the stuff Beach was putting out, I think, is is really fantastic. Haze work when they do a hazy IPA, um, and then the one that locally that we drink a lot is um, come on now, it just <laughs> just just left me. Um, Made West. Made West. Thank you. Oh wow, I was know? right. <laughs> yeah, the Made West hazy. Yeah, I, I yeah. say it time and time again. It's the best regularly produced hazy IPA in the area. Right, right. So, so that one, that one's great. Um, so, ho- hopefully, uh, this hazy transide stacks up. I think we're going to call it tropical transide. All right, because the the yeast strain is so overwhelmingly tropical. I like it. I'm excited. I uh, I'm I'm on the on the haze train. I'll. I'm looking forward to it. Flex. You know, you you know me. I'm a I'm classic haze boy over here. Right. I, I love me a good West Coast, <laughs> but shit, do I love me some hazies, man? Yeah, get on the plane, man. I'm not sending you a crawler. That's dicey. No, no, I'm not asking for you. <laughs> I gotta find my way down there to get this. Yeah. So at our anniversary party on the 15th, we'll have a a flight. You can do the anniversary flight of all four of these new beers. Oh hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it'll be fun. All right, so four new beers. Uh, the Scuba Kids are playing. Yeah, a couple bands. We're, it's going to be a proper concert. It's going to be a show. I love party. that you play at your own yeah. events. That's <laughs> my, that might be my favorite thing about you. It's not you're not self absorbed or anything like that. You just no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's even better when I tell people that I'm headlining. Right. <laughs> Send the yeah, lineup. We, yeah, we that's play brilliant. Yeah. That is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah, scuba kids are headlining. In, in the alley behind my brewery. <laughs> so you said you had all the guys from the band over to, or, uh, and yep. you brewed the beer? And you said yep, you listened yep. to a bunch of ska and punk. I'm, I'm not super fond of ska music, but uh, what's your favorite punk rock band? Ooh, that's hard. Um, I mean, I've been listening to... I've been on an odd like Streetlight Manifesto kick lately. Okay. Um, been been really enjoying that. I think that's just because the horn lines are, are really tasty. Um, but yeah, it's... It's going to be fun. We have like three other punk bands that are going to be playing with us. So it, it's going to be a fun show. We'll music all night out back. That's awesome. That's what, what you want at like a, a beer event, an anniversary event. Just uh, great live music, great beer, great times. Yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, we were talking about it before the show and then sort of hinted <laughs> as we were drinking our beers. Uh, you guys will be at GABF coming up here in a few days. And uh, yep, yep. What, are you allowed to tell us besides the two we already talked about? Are you allowed to tell us all the beers you entered? We just did, we did our four core lagers. So okay. we did uh, our Mexican lager, our Pilsner, the Marzen, and K-17. No uh, Tyrannicide. IPA category is dicey. Uh, True. When, when you think about the, 
it's like five, six hundred entries in every IPA, juicy IPA. There's just thousands and thousands of IPA entries at GABF. So it's more of a crapshoot. Like, how do you, you know, come across different? Yeah. Is is there a cold Smoke. IPA category and an IPL category? Or oh, <laughs> I think that's under like experimental IPA this year. They they have a category for all of them. Oh, it's, it's I was going to bring up the fact tonight since the last time we hung out with Nick that like it seems like cold IPAs have I don't know tampered down just a little bit they I have. think I might have called them a flash in the pan and yeah. I think it has flashed yeah. but I, some people are still coming out with them yeah if it sells I, I feel like uh, the I, the cold IPA IPL thing has really been like a line in the sand you can see the breweries who are like yeah fuck yeah we're jumping on the trend and then you can see the other breweries who are like that's bullshit we're calling this an IPL and we're brewing more IPLs to call it an IPL because that's what it is yeah, it, it's an IPL. My favorite one. <laughs> my favorite one I had was uh, they they deemed it a cold IPA in uh, quotation marks, but then they classified the beer as a West Coast Pilsner, and I just thought that was outstanding. I like that. Sweet. I like that. And what and what we want to announce here on the show is the fifth special release for the anniversary <laughs> is a cold IPA. Everybody, Ooh. <laughs> it's Tyrannicide with lager yeast. No, Nick's, okay. Nick's sweating never. over there now. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I gotta go. That's it's not touching my lagering tank. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, at GABF, you guys gonna have a, a, a booth, or do you guys just we'll enter? be pouring? Yeah. So anyone listening, you're at GABF. Any of the sessions, we're there. So come by, say hi, meet the guys. My fiance will be there as well. It's gonna be nice. Fun. Yeah. Be uh, getting shitty at nighttime, I'm sure, or daytime. Yeah, I but, don't know. It's the after parties are, are nuts, and so is the event itself. Yeah, are they after parties? Are they generally at like the least bar re- or least beer related establishment possible? Or it's a mix. There there is some of that, but then there's also like everyone waiting in line at beer shot for another slow pour pills. Right. Yeah. Can't get until they of that. kick you out. Yeah. It's it's right. it, that's every night. Yeah. Yeah. Line up for two hours to get your five five minute pour. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, and I know uh, off off air we were talking about you, uh, you. You're not excited for the hangover, the future hangover. <laughs> it's it's four days of just wanting to die. But then you know the weird thing, you start drinking, you feel great again. So well, it was so, so yeah. what, what's yeah. your what's your hangover cure? What's your had too many beers last night, and you got to have this the next day to feel okay? It's straight up uh, pretzel and sausage at beer shot. Oh, it's so and good. And then more beer. Yeah, that's. That's breakfast. Right on. It's so good. They have Can't go wrong good with food that. over a beer stat, too. Uh, and Flex, I think you had a, a, a very important question for Nick. I don't oh, yeah. Hey, Nick, what's up, one. man? Uh, so I was just, just curious what your feelings on uh, pumpkin beers are. Pumpkin beers. Uh, never made one. <laughs> and I, I think that says it all, folks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be fair, he's also never made a hazy. And then here we go. So well, that's true. Well, well, it's your anniversary pumpkin beer. I feel like he, he can brew any beer super well. It's just a matter of him wanting to do it. Well, there's also that. I don't blame you for not wanting to brew a pumpkin beer. That's for sure. You know what? And I was going to have one on tonight, but I, I drank the last <laughs> one last night. Poor timing on my part. You're so basic. So <laughs> basic. Sue uh, me. All right. So go check out the party on the 15th if you're in the uh, socal area and if you're in denver for gabf go uh, hit up nick and the fiance and get some pours 
Absolutely. Are you guys pouring everything that you've entered? Is that how it works? Yep. Go get some K seventeen. You won't be sorry. That's uh Thank you, thank you. Just pound the shit out of that. Well, pound makes it sound like I just get hammered. Drink the shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that sounds the same way. There's a lot of pounding in it, Yeah, all right. Fair (laughs) enough. Uh, All right, before we find out what Flex is drinking, we have a voicemail from the homie Chew Your Beer, and I wasn't going to play it because we had Nick on, and I thought, and it's no surprise, it's a lengthy voicemail. But there are some things. I know. There are some things in this voicemail I think Nick can talk to. So we're going to go with it. Everybody strap in, get your beers ready, uh, smoke them if you got them. Here's a voicemail from Chew Your Beer. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. What a live, aptos and batas. Chew Your Beer here, Craft Beer Republic. How you homies doing? Check it out, homies. I made notes again because I'll lose train of thought or uh, my topics or my... Uh, my reason of calling, homie. Uh, so check it out. Quick thing, uh, Greg, pumpkin beers, homie. There's one beer that I would only recommend to you if it was a pumpkin beer. And uh, you will love this because this is my only pumpkin beer that I've ever loved or enjoyed and look forward to, to enjoying, homie. And you can find it at your local Bedmo, uh on the hot, warm shelf, just the way craft beer should be stored. Uh, no need to look <laughs> for dates because... Uh, it's a porter. It's a dark beer, homie. So this is uh, by Epic Brewing out of Utah. E-P-I-C, not the Epic from San Diego, but the Epic, the original out of Utah. Uh, and it's the pumpkin porter. But don't grab that one, homie. Look off to the side, and then you'll find so the collaboration with DC Brow. Out of, I think they're out of Washington, D.C., uh, that pumpkin porter, homie, they make their pumpkin porter, then they ship it out to DC Brow, and then DC Brow does some little magic with it, and then they send it back and they bottle it, homie. This is an amazing beer. Uh, this beer is actually a great beer. Like a lot for, of extra steps. Uh, if you want to make a, a beer float, highly recommend this one, homie. All right, so let's go back to uh, you talked about lager sales beating seltzer sales for the uh, for the last three day weekend of the summer, homie. And I know why this happens, Holmes, because during the summer, you want to look good and fit, you know, kind of like flex. You know, you want to be all hard body, no, no, uh, no cholesterol, no uh, cholesterol, no calories, no extra fat. So you want to look good, homie. But guess what happens after that? After summer is fall, homie. So being chubby is in, Holmes, because you want to stay warm. You want to be cuddly. You want to be soft. You know, you want your high nut to be able to just like. Uh, just bury herself in, in your in your soft chest, homie. Because a hard chest it ain't comfortable, Holmes. And uh, I know about it because I've been training for this my whole life. Like flex <laughs> trains for summer, I flex for fall and winter, homie. So I think maybe that's <laughs> what live in California. Sold uh, seltzers because people are trying to gain that little summer that winter weight, homie. That hibernation weight, Holmes. Uh, so let's talk. We're talking about flex, homie. So short shorts. Hey, short shorts on some dudes, go for it, homie. It looks good on you. You got the legs. But sometimes short shorts on some other fools don't work out, Holmes. You see, you ever seen like a very, really hairy dude wearing short shorts? It looks like fucking Sasquatch coming out of the ocean, homie. Uh, Tom just Selleck like girls short wearing uh, leotards or uh, that's the by days. We called it leotards. But now I think they call them Lululemons or whatever, homie. Some chicks should not be wearing that stuff. It looks like you try to stuff a sausage down a little freaking packet, homie. So am I going to tell her? No. 
Can't go there. And is her Can't husband go gonna tell nope. her? He probably wants to live one more day, so he's probably not gonna say anything. <laughs> but just like some dude should not be wearing short shorts, some hyenas should not be wearing leotards, homie. Uh, other <laughs> than that, let me see. Uh, off the top of the head, list is going in the trash. Uh, Greg, oh, I think me and you need to get together and brew a beer. I, I, I'm not a professional brewer like yourself, but I'm good at pointing. I'm good at picking up. I'm good at pouring. I'm good at tasting. And I'm good at being a, 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 a co-pilot, homie. So I'm thinking maybe you and me can get together and brew uh, kind of like a Latino-based style or maybe a porter. Uh, and I'll put, you know, I'll come up with some crazy ideas, homes. And uh, maybe we and you can do something and brew something for the holiday, homes. Something that would go perfect with like Navidad or uh, Año Nuevo. You know, I don't know. Let's, That's let's happy uh, New brainstorm Year, something, homie, and we'll make that Thank shit you. happen. Uh, other than that, I appreciate the hard work you guys do, but I'm going to ask for a little bit more. Um, I will put in a long shift every day. I think I put about 16 to 14 hours a day. And a uh, 54-minute show is not enough for me, homie. Uh, I, I'm craving more and more. <laughs> so if you guys can uh, extend your you know, your hours just the way daylight savings time is going to uh, get shorter, I need your time to get longer, Holmes. Uh, maybe <laughs> if you could extend it to right. like an hour and 30 now. minutes, that would make me very happy. Maybe a lot of you guys have a lot of great content, a lot of my wife uh, the says stuff the same you, thing. You guys provide, homie, <laughs> is awesome. I just need more of it. And I know... That sounds like a bull, like a dumb shit to say, but you guys keep me going through my, you know, through my workday, Holmes. Uh, your voices, your laughs, your conversations, and your information makes me continue working, Holmes. So just putting it out there. Uh, I know it's a hassle, just getting together and drinking beers and fucking talking. Oh, that sounds like a lot of hard work, but <laughs> you know what I mean, Holmes. Collaborating times because uh, everybody's in different areas, but. It'd be pretty dope, homie. You remake this guy happy, Holmes. All right, that's enough about me. Uh, let's talk about you guys, and let's give me another hour and 30 minutes of show. <laughs> I think with the length of that voicemail, he's helping us get to an hour and a half show. You know what? That that was uh, super flattering, and it's mm -hmm. not the first time I've heard uh, the, the episodes need to be longer, Greg. Okay. I, got, I have some friends who listen to it, and they're like, hey, this show's pretty solid um but just a little bit longer yeah i'll tell the producer i'll let him know yeah if you can find him somewhere yeah he uh, takes your feedback very seriously <laughs> crickets <laughs> All right, perfect. uh yeah so anyways i wasn't going to make nick talk to the whole uh leotard thing but i was gonna ask him about loggers and seltzers uh not really about seltzers but one of the things he brought up was we talked about seltzers being passed up by loggers in sales over Labor Day weekend, according to Drizzly, which was like the first time it had happened in way too long. Have you guys seen any uptick in logger sales? Huge, huge uptick. Is it uh, like the weather or I, is it people trying it's to get soft? To move a lot. I don't think it's the soft thing. <laughs> <laughs> but we we just saw a huge a huge push for our Catorce Mexican logger in the LA market. So. Um, it actually got picked up uh, by LA Distribution Company, mm. and they're flying through like Seven Elevens. Wow! Oddly enough, wow! So, storing them cold in Seven Elevens, and, and they're flying off the shelves. So, um, it, it 
It's been fun to watch that happen. Now you need to collab with a, a Katorse Slurpee. <laughs> I don't hate that idea. <laughs> hey, you heard it from I, me. I'm just saying. Next summer. Next summer. Come down. We'll get the slushy machine out. <laughs> I'm here for it, man. Instead of hot dogs and a little rolly thing, it's, it's it's tacos that you could pair with your Katorse Slurpee. Katorse Slurpee with a lime and some tacos. Oh, you, I don't think you can beat that. I'm yeah. here for it all summer long. <laughs> there we go. Sixth anniversary. Let's do this. Katorse <laughs> Already planning a year ahead of time. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, you know, planning, an ounce of planning is better. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's it's better. Something like that. <laughs> Anyways. Um, no, but that's that's interesting that the loggers are going so hot. I, I wonder if it's if it's the weather. It's been so hot out, but I don't know. I'm glad to see seltzers uh, getting taken over. You know how I feel about that. Yeah. No one's sad. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's sad about it. Uh, all right. Flex. Should we ask the question? Yeah. Go ahead and ask it. Let's ask. In a world where craft beer is king, a world where muscles are bigger than growlers, only one tongue can guide us. One man, one tongue, one tongue jobber. In this world, we must find out what is Flex drinking. <clears throat> Can you hear me? All right. So today, New Flex, phone, is, <laughs> Flex is drinking. I'm calling about your vehicle's extended warranty <laughs> by Youngblood Beer Company uh, out of Madison, Wisconsin here. It's a great name. Uh, such a good name. This brewery does such great beer names, uh, such great beer, and I, I love finding their stuff around. Uh, this is a 8% ABV, untapped says zero IBUs, and like Nick says, IBUs don't even matter anymore. So, you know, what's Not the real. difference? Uh, a collective 4.2 or 4.02 on untapped, I'm sorry. And the can reads, this can holds an unwanted exchange. Hello. We're calling you about your vehicle's warranty. We've contacted you several times, but have been unable to reach you. To speak to an authorized representative to redeem your $1,000 rebate, please press one now. This New England style double IPA is double dry hopped with Amarillo and Citra, so the rich, chewy body gives off the copious notes of tropical fruit to remind you of your favorite Oceanside Beach stand selling tropical fruit juices before melting into bright citrus peel and boy you know what i love about breweries when they put descriptions on cans and uh they tell you what you're going to drink and then you drink it and it's exactly what they say on the can don't you it also is, love when they keep it brief well yeah i mean that's pretty <laughs> that's pretty stone-esque there i don't know if, i don't know if we're allowed yeah. to say that anymore but uh these is, guys is it a chewy body though it, it it's uh <laughs> it could be a little chewier a little, little thicker but uh it is hazy. It is a double hazy, so it is it All is right. hazy, but uh it definitely starts with that tropical and ends in a real nice citrus finish. Not bitter at all cuz the uh you know zero IPU, IBUs right. thank you untapped. Um but yeah, just uh I I love these guys. They make really 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 good beer. Um wow, that's that's about all I can say about these guys. These fair. great beer, great beer names. Love them. The, the name's worth the hype in itself. That's so good. Well, yeah, the last one I bought uh, from these guys was my safe word is uh, murder hornet. <laughs> <laughs> so that's perfect. Do a collab yeah. beer with Coley and call it uh, my safe word is pineapple. That's a big <laughs> joke. Terrible I, safe word. 
I know. I remember a few years ago, like the big, oh my God, was uh, people making zero IBU IPAs. And now I feel like that's just about every hazy you drink is a zero IBU IPA. Yeah. And they to me, it's whatever. It yeah. It, it's not like they're making zero IBU West Coasts, you know? Right. That would be a little weird. That, that would just change the game. Yeah. <laughs> game changer. Not in a good way. It wouldn't be very Westy <laughs> at that point. Uh, all right, a couple of news stories we should talk about before we head on up out of here. Uh, we'll we'll probably try and get this one to an hour and a half just for Chew. Not really. Uh, Holmes. Either, yeah. Holmes. <laughs> uh, good news for Flex. Well, good news, question mark. Eagle Park Brewing has acquired Milwaukee Brewing Company's intellectual property. So we talked, I don't know, a couple months ago that Milwaukee Brewing got bought out by the company from Chicago who's going to turn the brewery into basically like a brewery, yeah, brewery incubator for Correct. lack of a better term. And so Eagle Park is going to take the name and the IP and the recipes and continue on the legacy uh, just with their own brewing system. Yeah, so this is like super exciting news here uh, in the city and in the state. Um, so Milwaukee Brewing Company has been around, you know, for anybody who's been into craft beer, it's like one of your first craft beer beers have been MKE Brewing. So how I see this is that Eagle Park took the uh, smart, cheaper way into this deal, right? Because, you know, we talked about this two or three months ago when MKE announced their selling at, uh, and they said the the bidding started at $250 million or something for their facility and everything. Was it that high? It was that high. It was insane. Because I remember you joked around about me uh, making in a bid for $250 million. <laughs> Um, and I think I said it was two hundred forty-nine million nine hundred, something more than what I can afford. But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so you get this company from Chicago who you know spends a shit ton of money, I don't know how, and then Eagle Park swoops in and says, "Hey, we'll take your recipes, your branding, um, you know, anything that you guys have that's MKE, and we're gonna take it and we're gonna do it in our own facility and just kind of keep it going." And they're already brewing their beer. It's already mm. running through their facility and in their tanks, and wow. uh, which Sweet. means it will be canning quite soon. And um, again, it's just a super exciting thing for everybody in the craft beer scene in uh, in Wisconsin. So thank That's, you, Eagle Park, for doing that. Yeah. One of your favorite breweries, buying one of your favorite breweries. Yeah. I mean, uh, Louis Demise, uh, MKE Brewing is uh, Amber Ale, and that was like one of the first craft beers I had getting into the scene and uh blew my mind so then to find out that mke was just selling off and they were under new ownership for a couple of years and uh you know the guys weren't craft beer guys it was more like a business mm. thing and uh so you know this is really like i said just really good news for the whole craft beer scene in general sweet exciting can't wait to see them hitting the shelf uh and then speaking of milwaukee not the brewing company Molson Coors union workers are picketing over their lack of contract with Molson Coors. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Take it to the man. Uh, So Flex, I guess if you're looking for any Molson Coors products, they might be delayed. Conveniently, I'm not. So this is is okay for me. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, A bill that has been put on the desk of the Massachusetts governor would finally allow happy hours to take place and it is likely to be vetoed. Sign it now. (laughs) 
it's not gonna get signed. Come on. Nick is a uh part owner of a brewery. Your thoughts on happy hour. I love our happy hour every Monday. Yeah. Shameless plug. All, all but, day long. Uh, <laughs> the city of Boston probably doesn't need one, man. <laughs> Just give, they deserve it. There there will be deaths. <laughs> there will be deaths. There will be spousal abuse. <laughs> I don't. That's not funny. That's not funny. I, I'm not laughing. <laughs> I'm not laughing. On. You're laughing. He's, he's probably not wrong, though. I mean, it's Boston after I mean, all. God forbid the Patriots lose during happy oh, hour. Oh, God. That could be dangerous. <laughs> happy the hour. The city would burn. Well, then just make it like a no Sunday slash Monday night happy yeah. hour in their cover. But then you're going to uh, compete with New Jersey for being shitty. <laughs> <laughs> there's no competing with new jersey for being <laughs> shitty they're uh, they're on their own in fact here I'll, I'll mix things out of order here uh death of the fox is a brewery in new jersey has filed a lawsuit against new jersey's draconian taproom restrictions nick have you heard about all the bullshit happening in new jersey with breweries i i stay out of new jersey i've not heard no smart uh basically the restaurant industry hates the breweries there and has done their best to stifle them. There's all these insane rules like you can only have 25 events per year, but showing a football game counts as an event. Yeah, get or this. Having- so if they show if they have a sporting event on TV, they have to have it on mute. Otherwise, right. it is considered as an event. Yeah. So, okay, that's wild. That's wild. Yeah, I was gonna, I was going to talk shit on New Jersey, but that's that's not fair. It's no. it's all kind of yeah. in, insane rules to uh stifle the breweries uh so anyways death of the fox clarksville new jersey based death of the fox brewing has fought a lawsuit in the superior court of new jersey appellate division over what its lawyers have called unlawful brewery restrictions the issue stemmed from a special ruling we've talked all about it in jabc from 2019 they started enforcing it a few months ago prohibits them from serving food on site prohibits them from inviting food trucks no uh, way Oh, yeah, it's no crazy. food trucks, no food, nothing. Uh, bans on selling any beverages that were not produced on site, including water, soda, that kind of stuff. Um, Death of the Fox is the state's only combined coffee roaster and craft brewery and was allowed to continue selling its own coffee. Uh, the NJABC has argued that the special conditions exist to, quote, strike a fair and appropriate balance between the interests of full retail license holders such as restaurants, bars, and the craft brewing industry, end quote. Uh, the Pacific Legal Foundation, which is representing Death of the Fox, argues that the bars and restaurants are fundamentally different from breweries because breweries can sell only their own product. These rules exist only to protect established businesses by hamstringing newcomers' ability to thrive, but they are unlawful, the PLF wrote. For one, capping the number of on-site special events that may be advertised violates the First Amendment. It's an interesting one. Uh, state law also requires that rulemaking agencies follow proper notice and comment procedures when imposing new rules. They must also submit a proposed rule to the legislature. The NJABC did not do either of those things, which means the whole laundry list of rules imposed through the ABC special ruling are invalid. New Jersey legislators have filed several bills that would loosen the restrictions on the state's breweries and are preparing to tweak the regulations. Yeah, it's... uh. The shit show over there. Can we talk Thanks about how you. cool that brewery name is, though? Death of the Death Fox. Death of the Fox. Holy shit. It is cool. That is pretty sweet. And uh, now they're going to be everyone's hero out there. Hopefully. So. I would just say, 
Come to California. Yeah. <laughs> New Jersey Berries. We'll welcome you with open arms. Look, I we'll, know, do, we'll do all the collabs. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Come get, on get out. out here. I know a lot of businesses don't love a lot of things about California, but if there's one thing to love, it's it's our alcohol laws. Now you need to collab with Death of the Fox. Reach out yeah. to them and be like, hey, y'all are tight. I'm down. Let's yeah. do this shit. Let's go like have a Hamilton duel or something. It's, it's New Jersey. <laughs> Uh, have a collab and call it something like next week's food truck is yeah canceled yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect <laughs> oh that'd be great uh, yeah thanks New Jersey keep sucking over there uh, we'll, we'll end it on this one because I had the Meritson as my beer I figure the 10 best Meritson's slash fest beers of 2022 according to the always intelligent users of untapped so Evil Twin, Treehouse, <laughs> Hazy, Island. <laughs> Is there a KBC Meritson in here somewhere? <laughs> Probably last of the top five. Uh, number 10, Logger Town from Half Acre Brewing. Wow. And feel free to stop me if anybody has any comments. Uh, number nine, Oktoberfest from Polliner Brewery. We all know I wasn't going to pronounce that properly. Number eight, Spaten. I think we've all had Spaten at any oh, Oktoberfest yeah. celebration. I've had Spaten at Oktoberfest. That was oh, a good time. I think the they keep that on tap year-round at the local dive bar in my city. I mean, why it's not? It's not a bad dive. Yeah. No, no, not at all. That's a, that's a good beer to be You got that in Franz's Connor. Yeah. There you go. Uh, number seven, Clawhammer Oktoberfest from Highland Brewing Company. Number six, Munsterfest from Three Floyd Three Floyds Brewing. Right on. Uh, Midwest. Number five. Up. Yeah. Number five, Oktoberfest Lager from Trogues Independent Brewing. Number three, <laughs> Oktoberfest from Sam Adams. That's good. Ooh. Nick, what are you what is your feeling on <laughs> Sam Adams Oktoberfest? I uh, I drank the shit out of it when I was twenty. Oh, I think it's so good. This yeah, this year's yeah. batch was really good. No, I, I haven't had it in a couple years, but it, it used to be great. I used to look forward to it, yeah. Yeah, it's been a few years for me. I will say this about Sam Adams. Not a huge fan of, like, the Boston Lager. I don't but, like it at all. But I enjoy some of their seasonals. Like, some of their seasonals are surprisingly good. We, we, do the, we do the Costco Oktoberfest every year. There you go. And it's like a dollar a beer. Yeah, it's crazy. If you have an Oktoberfest party, it's the way to go. Uh, number two, Ultimate Oktoberfest from Founders Brewing. <sighs> And then uh, number one, Staghorn Oktoberfest from New, New Glarus. Glarus Brewing. Dude, Uh-oh. that Oktoberfest. Yeah. That Oktoberfest is fucking nuts. So can I tell you a quick story about that real quick? Please. And it actually please. has to do with Untapped, right? Okay. So and my awesome sister-in-law's husband loves Staghorn. And I had seen he rated it a five out of five on Untapped. I said, hey, Mike, what are you doing, man? Like... the staghorn five out of five like and he goes nah it's not he goes it's about the style he goes this is the best Oktoberfest i've ever had in my life wow so i'm rating that a five out of five so there you have it that that's yeah. not surprising at all it's good reasoning um, wisconsin uh represent and uh cheers to that yeah maybe mike can leave a review for morning watch while he's at it well, we got to get him some. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guarantee he's never had a coffee Kolsch before. I well, good. Let's get him one because those dicks on Oktoberfest can or on October on, on Untapped can 
can suck it, but I don't have any strong feelings about it. This is why Nick doesn't check Untapped anymore. No, never it's, been on it. Yeah. It's, you've never been on it? Not in the last 10 years. Oh, okay. Wow, that's smart. a lot of years. Yeah. So yeah. smart. Yeah, don't don't follow your own beers. It's no, no. It's heartbreaking. People are dumb. <laughs> Though my favorite is like when they say something that you read it and it's inherently like negative and they're like, four. It's like, wait, what? That was like a that was like a two review, but you get I, I don't I don't get it. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. You're right. Yeah. Or the idiots that have no idea what they're drinking and it's like, oh, this is uh really bitter, must be too many hops. It's like, did you read that there's coffee in it? Did you did you did you see the fucking menu? Anyways. I'll stop because this could start a whole new uh, segment on the show. <laughs> Though True would probably like it because it'd bring us to an hour and a half. All right. I'm going to hit some music and we're going to get up on out of here. I'm going to say, everybody, go check out the uh, the Oktoberfest. Woo. Had a beer. Go check out the 14 Cannons anniversary on October 15th. Fun starts at noon, I believe. Noon. Music's probably six to 10. Okay. It's going to be a fun day. It's a long I mean, day. That is a long day. Let's let's talk about the important stuff. When's the headliner come out? <laughs> Scuba Kids, baby. We'll, we'll be playing probably around eight thirty. Okay. Yeah. Don't don't it's miss be a fun that. Fun set. Fun I think, set. You know what? That's good news for me. Actually, I think I might be able to make the last set. I have to. Well, I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, anyways, I think I can make the last set. Go out there, get uh, your drink on, get the the flight, the anniversary flight. I'm excited for that. And uh, go tell. Nick, that he's got to make more hazies <laughs> and try the yeah, try the hazy. Come, let us know. Come try it. Yeah, please. Let us, let us know how it works out. And if there's any uh, morning watch left by then, drink the shit out of that while you're there. Ooh, last keg, last keg. Oh, I can't wait. I want to be the one that kicks it. Be there tomorrow. Uh, and then of course, 14cannons.com and at 14cannons on the gram. You can find us at Craft Beer Republic. You can find Flex at Flex Me a Beer underscores in between. Mail at Craft Beer Republic and 805-538-BEER. That's 2337. Nick, thanks for hanging out with us tonight and, and sharing some Cheers, beer and guys. good stuff. Cheers. And Have fun at GABF. Hi, Vanessa. Yeah. Get some donut and some Diet Dr. Pepper going. You'll be glad you did. Everyone stay hydrated out there. And on that note, good night, everybody. Good night.